Welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how to deal with what it throws at you. Today, we're talking about being authentic or genuine. I'm Ian here in Salt Lake City, Utah, that is a lifelong learner with a passion about communication technology and finding my zen. And with me as always... I'm Angela. I'm also in Salt Lake City. Uh, I'm a student and purveyor of life. I've had many different careers from career coach, professional trainer, and retail big, big box management. I'm currently a stay-at-home mom and grandma and a future college student. Let's start with the definition for authenticity. Yeah, let's do that. I know you and I, we again, both, we, we circle we, we a lot circle, of yeah. the same areas. <laughs> but when we talk about authentic, what comes to mind with you? Being your true, genuine self. Showing my, my true colors, not being who somebody needs me to be. Uh, to be around mm-hmm. them. And that's kind of a, a general topic. Being honest with yourself and with people. Genuine article. Exactly. Exactly as, who as, you are. As the dictionary says. So I found a lot of the same definitions. We did. In what we did and the research we completed. So when you think about being authentic, I know you and I have been through very big journeys. Oh, yes. As long as we've known each <laughs> oh, other. Oh, yeah. First and foremost... This ties into what we talked about last of accepting yourself and being honest with yourself. It and does. It was a... It's funny how it all ties together. <laughs> We've done well, I Each think. Each one springboards off I'm giving of us other. credit. High five. <laughs> when you do accept yourself, you have to accept the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty... All of it. Yang. All of it. <laughs> that in itself is a very difficult feat. It really is. I don't know anyone that's mastered it yet, 100%, because I don't know that you do ever. I think it's an ongoing, constant changing battle. I don't think people realize how much external influences really affect who we are as a person. Definitely. I mean, let's talk social media for a minute. Mm-hmm. We seem to touch on that a lot because it's a, it really is impacting all of our lives anymore. Who you are on social media and who people tell you you need to be on social media can influence your life so much. From Instagram models, if you can call them that, <laughs> to, hey, I need to be the the jerk and be mean to everybody on social media, or I need to be that. I know very few people that are through and through exactly right what they portray on an online personality. Oh, I 100% agree. And, and this goes back to quite a few shows ago where we kind of touched on this a little bit. Sometimes who you put out there for the world to see is not who you are. Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference between being guarded yes and, and a little there's certain things i keep personal which is fine oh yes, i am not definitely. an advocate of making everything public no you can't i think we you all have to need have a that. piece of yourself that's just for you yes or at least a close circle of friends correct when you go through this process of identifying who you are and yes. i i associate with this topic a lot mm-hmm. yeah uh, going through high school i mm-hmm. mentioned you know being a gay kid in wyoming in the 90s which uh, was a rough time it, in It was Wyoming. an extremely rough time. Yeah. I didn't really come to grips with being gay. I even tried to, you know, do the, the quote-unquote not being gay thing up until my mid-20s. And even then, I was pretty guarded on who I shared that with. It got easier the more I said, you know, this is who I am. This is what I am. I'm okay with that. I'm not your stereotypical gay no, you're not. <laughs> I'm going to give you the credit on that one, Ian. You're not. I, our, our friend Chunga, he always used to tease me when we were on the air doing radio stuff. Is He's like, you're the straightest gay man I know, and I'm the gayest straight man I know. I would and, 100% agree with that, knowing you both very well. And so. he, it, it always made me laugh because he's not wrong. 
No. Uh, what people may not know is I actually have a younger brother that is gay as well. Mm-hmm. So two, two out of two. Yep, <laughs> two, two sons. He's up in Seattle with his partner. And it's funny because you put a side by side, you know we're related. We look very much alike. Mm-hmm. We look very much like our mother. The the genes are very much there. <laughs> the genes <Yet> are strong. <laughs> personalities are exceptionally different. We were nine years apart, eight, nine years apart oh, in wow, age. Okay. He is very much always been open about who he is. He actually came out when he was in high school. And see, that's hard to do. So, hey, credit to him. And I'm actually impressed to see how much easier it is for current generations to be who they are, to be true to who I, they are. I believe that to be true. I yeah. really struggle when I see people come down on them for it. You don't know who you are. You're a teenager, perhaps. But I think they are now in a position where they can be who they want to be. And see, that, and there's a lot of truth to that. I feel like that double-edged sword, a double standard, we expect mm-hmm. these high school kids to know what they want to do with the rest of their life and choose their college career and their life path, but we don't want to give them credit for being who they are. God knows I didn't know who I was at that age. No, I, 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 whether I'm it was still school, figuring it out. Career, and, and I'm with you. Yeah. I think it becomes a process of discovering and, and figuring that out. Oh, and yeah. I, I'm still modifying. You're going to do that all throughout your life. You I would will. love to say there's people that know exactly who they are. I think those are the rarity. I don't think they're the rule. They're not the rule. I would agree that they're definitely more rare because I feel like this is an ongoing process with me daily, weekly, monthly, whatever, figuring out how I want to be authentic. I want to be considered an authentic person. That is actually a goal with me. I want to surround my people people in my life who can accept me for being exactly who I am. I guess it just gets exhausting to pretend to be somebody I'm not anymore. It makes me kind of think back to a conversation I've had with people who are older than me, usually by at least one generation, if not more. Yeah. And it was funny because you used to be like, oh, they're just eccentric. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, they're just crazy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And it's because they didn't give two flying rats asses as to <laughs> what people thought of them. They and that used to be kind of thought as a crazy thought. And now it's kind of like, no, they're just, they're marching to the beat of their own drum. They they're are. Doing they're their being own thing. true. They're and being authentic. Good for them. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. I wish, I wish I was there. I'm getting closer, but I am not there. It's funny how that seems to be just, again, a sign of maturity or age as we go through things. In becoming an authentic, genuine person, uh, yes. there's... So many books, podcasts, oh, videos. I, I wish I had kept a catalog over the years of all these things I've mm-hmm. seen. Oh, yeah, read, I agree with you on watched. that. It, it, it was easier. It's easier now to do that than it was back. Oh, tons <laughs> more. But one is becoming that self-aware person. So you kind of have yeah. to go through a journey to get to there. You do. And, you know, I'm going to take one step back, Ian, and then we're going to pick yep. right back up where you left off. We're molded and programmed from the time we're children mm-hmm. by our parents, religion, peers, society to fit in. So I think as a result, um, we develop thoughts and beliefs, emotions that keep us acting in ways we were taught. And they don't always line up with our authentic selves. And and I sorry, that that's something I feel very strongly 
about. Uh, yeah. Funny thing is, this really turns into a tongue twister. It does. I'm uh, so sorry, cause, cause everybody. Go, uh, but you just know it's just us being us. We're, we're being authentic right now, Ian. What you see is what you get with <laughs> that's us. That's true. So I guess what I'm saying is that's our adaptive self. We use that self to adapt, to fit in. You know, we need to get along. We do what we're told. We, um, it's not without purpose. It keeps us be- being functioning members of society. But we can't let our adaptive self run our lives. No, we shouldn't. No, uh, no, not at we're all. We're inclined to, but we shouldn't. We shouldn't, right. Going back to how we are raised. Yes. Usually whoever you were raised with, whether that's yeah. your traditional family. I spent a lot of time with my grandparents growing up, mm-hmm. so they had a huge impact on who I am today. And that's great. Uh, aunts, uncles, I, I have several friends that actually spent more time over it, like with their cousins. Mm-hmm. I, I spent a lot of time of my early years with my cousins as well. We were in a small town. My cousins, my cousins as well. They, they're kind of like siblings to me, honestly. Yes. Grew up with them. They're, they're family. They're... It's not just family, but they're close family. And as you go through this, then you start introducing other units. So you go to mm-hmm. school, you yeah. meet friends, you hang out with those friends, yeah. kind of thinking back to, well, you shouldn't be around that person because they're a bad influence. Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they were teaching us something about ourselves or that's who we truly were, and, despite what our parents and, or whoever wanted for us. Well, and, and there's something to be said kind of off topic a tiny bit, but the most accepting group of people and the most accepting people are people who are a little more authentic and a little more what we might consider a bad influence just because they're kind of the ousted of society and they haven't learned that adaptive self. And so I think that's a natural tendency that we think that people, when we're younger, who are being authentic to who they are, are bad influences. And it it's a harder job to do than most people consider. Oh, yeah. Because you have what our parents have taught us mm-hmm. and raised us to be. Yeah. Now, on occasion, you'll have, I was kind of, well, I was the eldest and I was part of a single parent household yeah. for the later part of my childhood. I had certain expectations placed on me and I met those and did those. And now I kind of feel like people are like, you You seem younger than you really are. And I'm like, that's <laughs> immaturity because I'm going back and now enjoying my childhood. And I think that's why we get along in because yeah, I too was the oldest with a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I did two-parent home and I was very lucky. There was still a lot of responsibility uh, placed on me. And I'm the same way. I think that's where I'm at. And maybe it it's probably one of the things that's caused a little bit of conflict with me, with my family. I mean, there's a lot there and we will not unpack that today. It's because I am going through a little bit of immaturity and it's what I need to do. It's I, where I'm I at. think it's healthy. It is you healthy. You also have, you went through school, your teachers, yes. principals mm-hmm. had influence on you, religious, which we've delved your, into yes. before, your has bishop, a huge impact. Your priest, your whoever was important to you, influenced you. You that get way. into friends. Yeah, oh yeah. And it's funny, I've actually kind of taken a journey back this week as we've been preparing for this Mm -hmm. and thinking about the different circles of friends I have had over the years. Oh yeah, me too. It's kind of fun to do that actually. It kind of gives you a good self-evaluation. It's incredibly... There's a lot of words out there. Surprising. Yeah, surprising is a good word. As as I look through and go, I find these characteristics, Mm -hmm. I I have always valued people who are overly outspoken. Yeah. that, That are not the shy, timid types. 
I have always enjoyed the people who are not necessarily the popular people. Me too. Oh my gosh. Yes. I find the less popular people more interesting. Me too. I feel like the popular people are stuck perpetually in that adaptive self of impressing people and they're, they're probably not being true to who they are. I get along with the outcasts and the, the people that aren't the fringe, the fringe people, I guess. I, I go back and uh, in my middle school years, mm-hmm. I, and I don't, I, I've not been able to figure out why I did this, uh-huh. but there were kids that were part of the special education programs because they had physical Right, I know what you're talking about, yeah. And I used to eat lunch with them every day. Mm-hmm. I the, those are actually some of my favorite memories from that area mm-hmm. of just sitting down and helping them and talking to them and engaging with them. Yeah. And super neat people. They are. I actually worked with special needs kids all through high school. We'd go on field trips and we'd go do things with them and they were some of my favorite people to be around. I think I learned more from them than they learned from me. I think that's true. Yeah. Because if there's ever in your life anyone who's genuine, it's somebody like that and with disabilities and that because they don't have a choice. They have to be. That's who they are. Agreed. So. And as we go through this this process of why it's so difficult, you start looking at those have all had impacts on your thoughts, your, your beliefs, mm-hmm. your behaviors, yeah. and you've conformed to those. Right. You've adapted. Yeah. And then we go through and... We start going, okay, this is not who I am. This is not making me happy. Right. And I think that's one way you can quickly identify, am I being authentic, you know, genuine to myself? Yeah. A- am I truly happy? And that's yeah. a tough question to ask. That That is a tough one. For me, and this has been part of my empathic journey, and, and you believe what you want as far as that goes, but does it exhaust me to be around certain people? Does it exhaust me to be in certain situations? And if it does, why is it exhausting me? Is it because I'm pretending? Is it because I'm not being genuine? Is it because I don't feel I can be genuine? And that's where I am. If 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 a situation or relationship is exhausting to me, then I'm not being my true self. As you go through this, I would challenge people to go back and really view is what I believe, what I think about myself, who I am, where I fit in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Really what I want to be. I agree with that. So I, I guess prioritizing living according to your values. Yes. Yes. And pursuing your purpose. Once once you find your values. And, you have to do that. You do. That's, that's we've, being we've honest building with yourself. On this, yes. Of, it is a tough, tough job. Oh, it's so, it's, uh, it, it is tough. Um, and it's a very an emotional time. Very emotional. There's, there's certain things I finally had to admit to myself going through mm-hmm. my journey. Oh, I'm sure. Of going, you know, that's not who I am. It doesn't make me happy. It made other people happy. Correct. And I loved that it made them happy. Right. You, you please people. I mean, pleasing people makes you feel good. It does. I love helping people, whether oh, that yeah. is through just lending an ear going out and, you know, doing a service project, whatever that is. <laughs> but true. I started really looking at what are the parts of that that I truly enjoy yeah, versus the ones I'm just doing because it's expected of me. And see, that's a hard thing to do too because there's definitely certain situations and certain things I enjoy doing to help other people. 
And there's some I just do because I feel like I have to. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really tough to find that balance. I have people that will constantly, you know, I need help with this. I need help with this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I don't mind helping now and then. But when it becomes an expectation, I'll just drop everything and run. Yeah, exactly. Especially with as busy as I get anymore. Oh, yeah, and you're a busy guy. There were people that were pissed at me because mm-hmm. I started going, I, I'm sorry, I just don't have time for that. And you know what? You were doing the right thing. I'm sure eventually they accepted that. <laughs> Maybe some not have, everybody. Some, some have, some yeah. haven't. There, there's some that actually were like, well, fine, you're not going to be in my life. And I'm like, you know what? Oh, okay. Then that's a boundary you've chosen to set, and I'll respect it. Back to setting boundaries. Boundaries. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right back to that word, boundaries. <laughs> so <laughs> See what we did there? <laughs> be, becoming, becoming who you want to be, identifying those are, setting the boundaries that you're going to enforce, not only yep. for others, but for yourself. Yes, Definitely. And a lot of this comes back to having self-respect. Oh, 100% agree. You have to respect. Do you like who you are as a person? Do you respect yourself as a person? Because if you don't, that's part of the journey too. You've got to figure that out. And it, again, tough emotional (laughs) areas to go into. It really is. Um, I think people also get very fearful. Oh, yeah. People on the outside, how are people going to think of me? Right. How am I coming off to, you know, with me, it's my neighbors. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I adore you all. And I know some of you listen to this, by the way, I have the best neighbors in the world. I live in Utah County and I love all of them, but I do find myself, I'm going to go sit in the front yard. Oh, you know what? I should probably put on different clothes so I don't look so bad. Maybe I should put on makeup or sunglasses. And how do I want to appear to my neighbors? Do I want it to look like I'm the perfect grandma out there playing with the kids or am I just out there because the kids want to be out there and I'm exhausted, but I'm taking them outside? Well, well having you know a <laughs> bottle of wine in each hand doesn't help. That but. always just never goes off well. I don't understand <laughs> it. <laughs> I think it's okay. That's totally fine with me. So you start striking this balance. You mentioned the authentic self mm-hmm. versus... Adaptive. Adaptive self. Yeah. Learning to strike a balance. I think those can be in harmony. They can. They absolutely can. There's no reason it has to be one or the other. No. And, and striking that balance, it's it's tough. It, it oh. becomes, yeah. <laughs> but I think once you figure it out, mm-hmm. it actually clicks and it just makes a lot more sense. Correct. And like you said, part of that is creating a dialogue between the two. And that might sound funny. Am I talking to myself? You know, okay. You're creating a dialogue between your adaptive self and your authentic self. And that can be done through meditation a conversation with yourself, writing things down. But once you create that dialogue, you're going to be able to live both of those simultaneously. I I think you will actually be happier once you bring those two into balance and harmony Correct. with each other. Correct. Like you're mentioning the the energy thing. It gets mm-hmm. exhausted oh, it's so to being two tiresome. different people. People always say, you know, well, if you always tell the truth, you don't have to remember two, three, four, however many stories. And it, <laughs> it honestly is true. I mean, having yeah. to remember... What did wh- I tell him? The white lies. <laughs> yeah. e- even the white lies. Oh, well, I told them this. Well, I told them I wasn't getting together with them because of this, but if they see me do this, ooh. And yeah, exactly. And just don't do that. Yeah, just, just be, be honest. like, I, I'm tired I tonight. I want to stay home. Oh God, that's my favorite. <laughs> Sadly, that is me anymore. <laughs> that's every me day. anymore. I think, you know, we've, we've all kind of come to that part. You know, we actually probably enjoy being home a little more with ourselves than we thought we did. Some of I us. do. I know I do. I, there's, there's people that are struggling 
I, oh, I've talked I, to a lot of people agree that have that. really struggled with this. I've also talked to a ton of people that are like, you know, I've actually either learned a lot about myself mm-hmm. in this time, or I'm actually kind of surprised <laughs> when when I've done conference calls with people and I turn on my webcam at work. Yeah. And it's funny because they're like, oh, you've got quite a little setup there. And I'm like, yep, you know, I'm at my work desk <laughs> right? right across the room in a U-shape is my school desk. Yeah. <laughs> he does have an impressive setup, by the way. And... I have like my printer on another desk in between the two. Yep. I, I, right now I'm ripping everything apart to get a little <laughs> more organized. I'm kind of going through and I'm really trying to do the whole Marie Kondo, you know, does this bring <laughs> me joy uh, thing into my life. But as I go through that, I started like unpacking a few more boxes and I'm getting to the point where I've been in my home for two and a half, almost three years now. Yeah. And I'm like, right. if I have something sitting in a box and I have not touched it, I'm not going to. And it's time mm-hmm. to just get rid of it. Yeah, that's a hard thing to do. Um, Chris says I'm the only one that does that. My husband, nope. Chris, but Sorry, he Chris. does it. He does it too. Case in point, we pulled out a box of old cassette tapes that was oh. in our garage that has traveled with us from house to house to house. I even still had my Sony Walkman in there, and I I'm gonna not gonna lie, I put batteries in it and played those cassette tapes. But I, you know what? <laughs> I think I finally threw the last mine about two moves ago. I used to move a lot. You, yeah. you know this. Yes, I do. <laughs> and anymore, I'm like, I really don't want to move for a very long time. I, I, I'm never moving. <laughs> I, I don't know many people that are like, I love to move. I, I always kind of consider, you know, it turns into the purge. Uh, every, <laughs> it does. Just purge of that, stuff. That part of it can be satisfying. Oh, I do love. I, yeah. I, I get gratification off of that whole. Uh-huh. And, and again, being authentic to myself. I hate clutter. I mm, Drives I, me crazy. I I can't even go to bed at night in my room. Now, I am not an OCD clean person. I grew up with a mom who was, and my sister was, and I loved them, but I am not that person. Do I like a clean house? Yes. Can there be a little bit of toys and stuff around? Absolutely. My personal goal every night is I can't sleep in a cluttered room. If there's clothes on the floor or anything else, they have to be picked up and gone. But that's just That's me. for you, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much it was. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Now, as you as you go through this, I I was a uh, going back to as a child. I actually, I, there was an expectation I would clean up the house, right? Right, and, and that we would have things in order. I went to a very <laughs> big sigh. <laughs> uh, I I I actually I I was almost to the point of OCD. Yeah, I mean, my toys had a very certain order. My closets mm-hmm. had a certain order. I would rip my room apart and reorganize things <laughs> because I got something else or I want to do things different. And as I, I went through that, one thing you're going to find is you start to identify, this is me, this is me, this is me. This is not so much me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you start putting these things kind of in me versus really not me baskets. Right. You're, you're going to have some conflicts. It's actually going to cause... Fear in yourself? It, it can. Uh, doubt, it's, it's, maybe? I think doubt's probably a slightly better word. I mean, there's 100% truth I, I to that. I think the fear comes into what others will think if you do this. Right. Talking about, is your house decorated to your standards? Or, or is your house else? decorated to what you want to put out there for the world? From do a you, Pinterest page. Do, oh. you, do you know how long it took me to come to that balance. My house is decorated. I have ute stuff hanging up. I have my house is decorated. You're brave to me. in Utah County for that. You know, my Utah County neighbors love me. I paint a big U on my lawn every year, but that's another topic. <laughs> so 
having the courage to do this, to, to go through and have this analysis, identify your boundaries, start bringing balance into this. Yes. And you, there you does have, have to be, to be brave. You, you, you have to be very, very brave. And you have to have that conversation of, and, and I know this sounds harsh, you know, <laughs> you have to, you have to, and, and I should soften it a little, but really that's how you're going to be successful at this. But you do have to, there's kind of no in between. You have to make that decision and that commitment. I, I wish I would have done it sooner in life. Oh, me too. I wish I would have, I wish I would have done it <laughs> a long time ago. Long, long time ago. There's many things, you know, <laughs> wishes were fishes, right? But as you go through and you, you become brave in this and you, you mm-hmm. start having the fortitude or the, the self-determination to go, by God, this yes. is who I am. Right. This, this is where I'm going to be and it's okay. And part of that is being honest with yourself, exploring your doubts developing the courage to face those fear, exploring your values a little bit, and um, love yourself enough to want to change and make those commitments, I guess. That kind of makes me, when, when you say that, it, RuPaul, who I love. <laughs> I adore I love RuPaul. RuPaul. <laughs> I, I'm not big into drag culture. I, I can appreciate, I appreciate the work they put into it. No, Holy cow. But RuPaul that is, is an amazing person. If just... you <laughs> if you ever get a chance, uh, that 10% Happier podcast I've talked about before with Dan uh-huh. Harris, one of his first guests, it was like 10 episodes and he actually had RuPaul on to talk about meditation and other things. Mm-hmm. And he, he asked him, he goes, you know, do you really believe that when he says at the end of every one of his drag race episodes, <laughs> if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? Agreed. And it's 100% true. You have to love yourself first. <laughs> if, if you aren't comfortable with who you are, mm-hmm. everything else is a lie. It is. Point. It is. I mean, it, and it can impact your life in all sorts of ways from relationships to goals to, I don't know, there's so many ways I'm, I know I'm forgetting some, so I'm going to cut it off there, but it impacts a lot, a lot. So we go, we go through this and once, once you summon up bravery, courage, whatever you want to yep, call it. Yeah. The courage. And you start saying, okay, these are my boundaries. These are my values. These are who I am. And you're, you're going to really have to kind of, it's not just a, I write it down once and I'm, no. you will have to revisit these. You will. And a lot. And probably every time you have an interaction with somebody that you find yourself not being as comfortable as you were, or you feel exhausted mm-hmm. and, you know, so it can just, it can, it can pop up at you in the middle of the day, you know, some person in your career that you didn't realize you weren't being yourself around. It can come up all the time. So be ready for that and be prepared for that. I tell people I would rather be chastised for being who I am. Yeah. Then I've created this whole persona. Yeah. This this whole, you know, you'll accept me if I'm this way. Uh-huh. And then it turns out they weren't happy with it to begin with. And people right. read that out of you. Uh, they do. And to me, it's always been a goal to be authentic. But I can tell you right now, I've not been most of my life. I've pretended. I think that's true of all of us. I've I've been the adaptive me. I've mm-hmm. I've adapted to what society expects from me as a mom and a grandma and a wife and a, you know everything in my life. And religion wise, that's been my one of my biggest journeys. Which we actually are going to have a show on religion once, at some point. One, at some point, um, that's been one of my journeys. Is me pretending to be happy in a certain religion when I really wasn't. And that's been my biggest current try to be authentic. Will people like me if I don't like that religion or like going to church? And that's been one of my biggest family struggles too. 
I have shared in the struggle. Yes. It's actually the same faith. Yeah, it is the same faith. For both of us. And it was a tough thing to say. I, you know what? You, I value being honest with myself and others. Yes. I value a hard day's work. I value mm-hmm. certain things that they they value as well. Right. And we can agree to value those things together. Yes, we can. But there are certain things where if I don't, believe necessarily what they believe, it's okay. Yeah. And if they can't be okay with me being okay with them not having, <laughs> they can't be okay with me. <laughs> yeah. Diagram that out. <laughs> but is, is they go through that, letting go of that relationship. I, yes. This, this has actually caused a rift between me and my mother. Yeah. And we have not spoken in a few years now. I, I yeah, reached out an olive branch. And it was kind of the slap the hand and you need to believe what I believe and how I believe it. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? No, I don't. And, you know, that can, part of that can be a parent thing. But part of it can be, as a parent, maybe not consciously, but subconsciously, you want to think that you raised your children to believe and want to do things the way you did them. Correct. But part of being authentic to yourself is realizing that, you know what, that's not who I am. It doesn't mean I don't value my parents. It doesn't mean I don't value what they taught me, but I have to be true to me. Mm-hmm. And as, as adults, we're going to be who we're going to be. We are. And funniest thing for me was she was more concerned with what her neighbors would think mm-hmm. of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> than what her child being comfortable and happy meant. Correct. And, and there's a lot of that. she vacillates. Yeah. You've met her. You, I, you know have, her. I have met her. I feel bad that she has to have things a certain way. Do do yeah. I like the fact we don't talk? No, I don't well, enjoy that. I don't believe anybody does, but... But I also know that I have been happy with where I've gone in life. I feel far more accomplished over the last couple of years, far more comfortable with myself through this. And you are. As someone who's known you for... We were discussing that today... <laughs> What, nine, ten years uh, again? At least. At least. Definitely are more comfortable. I think both of us are. I think that's why we got back into each other's life. Mm-hmm. Because I think both of us had just become enough comfortable that we're like, you know what? I could be myself around Ian, and I kind of want to hang around with Ian again. <laughs> I, it, we, we share a, a circle of friends. We do. And acquaintances. We do. That have known us now. Roughly about the same, about the same time, time period. Yeah. And it's kind of funny how they come back and they go, you really are the same person, yet you're different. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. We do both uh, get that. How, so. does, how does that work out? But I think it's because I don't think I've changed a whole lot. I think they've just seen the course corrections to where I'm more Correct. true to myself. Right. And and when it starts to show in other people and they start to see it, that's a good thing. And they still want to be around you and they're still who you need them to be, I mean, that's a great circle to find. I agree. I I find if I'm true to who I am and I'm authentic, genuine, whatever yeah. whatever word you want to put on that, I encourage more people to be the same. Yeah, I agree. I have a lot of people in my life that will be like, oh God, you probably think I'm a terrible person. I'm like, no, I, I don't. <laughs> I think you're human and yeah. I think you're doing what you want to do and what you think is best. Yeah, exactly. And it just, I've, I've tried very hard when people say, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible person. I'm like, no, you're not. You're just, you're, you're, what did you do that was so horrible? What made you, what made your thought process go down that road that you think you're a horrible person? And, and then you just tell them, I don't, I don't care if that's who you've got to be. I still like you. Still want to be around you. Do what you got to do for you. 
You be you, boo. Yep, that's right. You do you. you Whatever do you, you want to say. This is not going to be an overnight fix. It's not like you you write no. this down and you go, ha ha, I'm a new person. <laughs> it takes time. I I really think I've been honing in on this for about the last four years-ish. And so I, I think it started a lot longer than that, but I think I've really yeah. hit my stride the last three, four years. Yeah, for me, it was my sister passing away, I think. Mm-hmm. I would I would say that was a huge break in my life as far as what I needed to do to make some changes for the better because it seems like everything up until that point was a me pretending. Honestly, that's that's how I feel. I feel like for some reason that was a catalyst in my life to move me in a different direction. So, I mean, I'll take the, the good out of a bad situation. But So uh, this, this is going to be... A long term. I think I'm still making adjustments. Oh, I 100% am. This is definitely not. I'm I'm maybe a quarter way into my journey, if if you want my evaluation of it. I, I think it'll continue. Mm-hmm. And I, if you haven't started, I think some people have started and maybe are further along than they think they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really hope this acts as a catalyst for them to go on that path. Me too. I'm hoping... Uh, we'll open that dialogue, like I said, between your adaptive self and your genuine self. Hopefully this helps you open up that dialogue. As, as you go through this and really start having the real thoughts, the the real, this mm-hmm. is who I am, I'm not going to apologize for who I am. Right. And you don't have to apologize for who you are. Oh, absolutely not. Now, does that mean you go out and you're a jerk? No. No. I, there's ways to be kind. There is. And compassionate and to feel a, to, to fit into a community, even though you're doing your own thing. Right. Right. Um, and, and part of that is, you know, respecting that somebody else wants to go to church every Sunday and that makes them happy. And just because it doesn't make me so, doesn't mean I have to be mean like, oh, geez, you know, why would you do that? Why would you get dressed and go to church every week? Instead, just say, hey, have a nice day. I hope it is everything you needed it to be today and just let him be. Go through this this process and as, as you start looking at what what benefits me, mm-hmm. what is truly me, what's going to make me happy. Yes. I You're going to have to look at the flip side of that. You do. What doesn't make me happy? What is, what am I doing in my life that isn't okay? That That just is not... And that's kind of where some of the fear can come in because changing that can be really hard. As human beings, we naturally do not like change. Oh, no. It makes me laugh how many people, oh, no, I embrace change. Yet, you really the don't. Minute you change one little thing. <laughs> I see people go off the deep end time and time again. You know, yeah, you may value change as far as a new phone or a new car, new girlfriend, new boyfriend, whatever. But I'm we're talking true change. We're talking... You know, how comfortable are you just being that fake person at your career all day? Do you really still want that? Or is that by changing that, are you making yourself very uncomfortable? Because I'm betting most of you would say changing that makes you uncomfortable. Coming back to where we talked about, you know, the working from home thing in the past. Yeah. I love my environment, my little office. (laughs) You have a nice office. I have set it up the way I want. I'm productive in it. I'm efficient. I love working from home. <laughs> I it, it, People fall into one or two categories. They either love it hate or it. they hate it. Yeah, I don't feel there's a midway in there. I, I agree. Um, um, I've been perfectly happy during the whole quarantine thing being home. I'm with the people I want to be with. 
for the most part. Yes, there's people I miss. Yes, there's people I can't see. And I miss those people. But I enjoy every second of it. I've liked not having the commitment <laughs> to have to go do this or this or this. I've liked it. Common thing I get is I start my webcam. One, they've kind of asked us to do it work to maintain the personal connection since we I agree can't with that. be face-to-face. And the other part of it is I get on there and they're like, you're like, you're dressed. I'm like, <laughs> why, why would I not be dressed? I got to get up and get dressed. Yep. I, going back to the routines <laughs> exactly. thing. Exactly. You know, it's part of my routine, but that's part of who I am. It's just, mm-hmm. I know my day is going to go well if I'm prepared for it. Yes, that's true. Whether it's, I choose to wear sweats, you know, joggers, whatever you want to call them these days. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I usually like right now, jeans and a t-shirt. That's what I'm comfortable in. And you should be. I'm in. I'm in shorts and a shirt, so we're comfy. <laughs> you know, Flip I don't flops. want to blind the neighborhood with my white legs. But <laughs> is as you start through this process and you become a little uncomfortable and you've summoned the courage to do it and you've identified it and you know it's going to take a while, I want you to go at your own pace. Yeah, you have to. What's my pace is not your pace. No, and we're not going to be reaching our journey at the same point, we're going to be at different points and different times. Go at a pace that you're comfortable with. Make the adjustments in your time. Nobody else's. Once you get there, so you know it's going to take a while. You're going to go your own speed. Yeah. You're you're going to have those moments where you slip back and you're going to have to bring yourself uh-huh. back. You are. Uh, goes back to my meditation stuff I've yep. been doing is, you know, if you're you're going to fail. At mm-hmm. some point, you're going to stop. You definitely are. And rather than beating yourself up over it, guess what? Just start over. Yeah, just, okay. It's okay. Bookmark this. I'm moving on. Yep. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to come right back to it. But as you go through it, as you start to do it more often, yeah. as you start to do it more consistently, I think you're going to see a couple things. One, you're going to feel better about yourself. You're oh, going to be happier. I agree with that. Other people are not going to be happy, and that's okay. Yeah. And they can either choose to embrace it or they can choose to not be part of your life. At first, when when somebody chooses to exit your life, yeah, I think you have to... There's be, a journey there, too. It, it's a tough lesson. Mm-hmm. The first couple times that where I had people go, yeah, you're not the same, I'm leaving. Yeah. It was, I, it was, I hate to say it, I was like, no, be in my life, you know. I, <sighs> I, yeah. I, don't do that. I can be who you need me to be. I can be. I'm sorry. Come back. Come yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. And it's it doesn't serve you to not do that. It doesn't. You're you're not. You're serving them. Not and you. as you as you do this, you're you're gonna start ingraining things into yourself mm-hmm. through repetition. You're going to find that revisiting it and, and I encourage writing it down, identifying these things as as you go through it, you're gonna find you will start to be honest with yourself, others, and it's going to become habitual. And that's hard. Building a habit is not as easy as people think it is. No. It takes time, it takes effort, and it takes work. And that's what this is going to be if you want it to become a good habit in your life. Especially if it's something that you've been doing for an exceptionally long period of time. You know, Uh let's 42 right now, turning 43. I go back and I'm like, okay, even if I started changing something four years ago, I'm having to go back... 38, 37 years mm-hmm. and change behaviors from that long. Oh, yeah. It gets uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> it feels a little unnatural. 
It does. And you do start to go back to that. Well, maybe I shouldn't do this because I'm making myself and others uncomfortable. I find that now that I've started doing it, I actually find it easier. Uh Uh-huh. I agree with that. Let's change it. Why not? Sure. But A, what's it going to hurt? I mean, if if, at the end of the day, it's truly not serving things and I will know. You do know. By by how I feel. Yeah, you do know. Not by how others feel, but how I feel. Yeah, you. Your journey. It's your journey. And I want people to understand it is about you. Yeah, that at the end of the day, and that's what it has to be. Because <laughs> if you're not others happy, how can be, others be? A, you're not going to make them happy. Right. You're not going to make them love you. You're not going to do anything unless you are okay with who you are and what you're doing. Yeah. People pick up on whether you're at peace with yourself or not. They do. And that's when the genuine you starts to show to them. They know you're at peace. They know you're happy. They know you're truly being you. And you will, I put that out there for the universe, the universe will put it back to what you need. I think it's kind of interesting to watch people. I find two categories. One, I I attract other people into my life that are okay with it. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because we just resonate well. Yeah, we do. And then I also attract... This is not unkind. <laughs> Freaks. Messes. Look, I love you, freak. Not because you're not conforming. It, it, no, just people that their lives are, are a disaster. In a bit of disarray, yes. I have two friends that I love them dearly. I will deal with them in very small amounts, but there comes a certain point where I'm like, I would take time for myself mm-hmm. and really figure out, I personally am seeing from the outside, this is a problem for you. Why don't you work on that? Oh, and there's always an excuse. And it's like, you know, if you want to justify it, I yeah. feel sad that this is probably going to continue to be a problem. And I'm not telling this to control your life. I'm not doing no. it. I'm just making an observation from the outside. You get to choose to do whatever you want with what I have just shared with you. Right. And I've had one friend that very specifically, it's just a drama fest. <laughs> I've I've got people like that in my I, life. We, we all do. And... I, I love them to death. I, I sit there and go, you know, I'm here for you if you need to talk. But I to do it for myself is I don't actively engage with them like I used to. Yeah. Because I don't want to invite the chaos into my world. I, I kind of open a portion of my life and go. Yeah. They, and they're like, wow, you know, you did this, you did this. Yep. Your, your life is so different. It is. But it's because I've made these changes. <laughs> Correct. They don't understand where what journey you went on personally to get to that point where you're at that point to help. They don't understand the no, process. They don't. They don't. And and to some extent, they don't want to. They're mm-hmm. at that point, and you can't make them. That's one of the toughest things because I care about people. I exactly. want to help people. You're like, oh, let me help you. It's making me feel so good. But you know what? If they're not ready, they're not oh, going to yeah. do it. I have another friend that she... She constantly is like, well, how do you do this? How do you do this? How do you do this? And I'm like, this is what I do. This is what I do. Oh, well, help me do it. And I'll, I'll kind of outline some things and then radio silence. Because it's like, oh, that's what I have to do. And I'm like, I'm just encouraging you to do that, whether you want to do it or not, whether that's going to work exactly. What works for me may not work for it, you. True. I mean, I'm just putting that out there for you. If you find value in it, use it. If you don't, then don't. As I go through this process and as as you go through it and i think we'll have a lot of comments on this a lot of, of i think so sharing i, I think yeah. we're i would encourage people to share stories with us please do and others we would like because to hear it, it will it will help and encourage others it will you know we always post each podcast and what's happening and we invite comments just feel free to comment on that or if you don't want to you can just message us and let us know 
I encourage people to reach out one-on-one. I, I enjoy conversations. I I've do too. Had some I've met fantastic some great people. Yeah. Private conversations. And, and when they're private, if it's something that I would like to share, I will ask you. Right. We, I, I promise you, we won't share anything you don't want us to share. I want this a circle of trust, yes, right? I, exactly. I want people to feel comfortable in that. If we find value in something you've shared with us, and we will say, hey, you know what? I want to share that. Are you okay with that? I can leave your name out of it. I can leave, you know, whatever you want. But I promise you, if you reach out to us, we're not going to tell others. <laughs> mm-hmm. And as you go through this, you're going to learn to tell your story, mm-hmm. to identify who you are to others. Yeah. Initially, you're going to feel like it's abrasive. Others will too. They might, yeah. Especially the ones that, well, I thought you were this person and now you're not. Okay. Well, maybe I wasn't. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> and whether people embrace that or not, it's okay. But you're you're going to learn to have consistency in this. You will actually find it comforting. Yeah. it. I do. At the end of the day, I feel far better about going to bed at the end of the day. Yep. I, I don't sit up and worry, well, what is, you know, did I say this wrong? Did I do this? Did Ugh. I do that? What if somebody thinks, I remember the days when it used to be, oh my God. Oh yeah. And then you're like, well, how do I fix that? What am I going to do? Because. And then you stay up all night worrying about worry it. Worry about it. And then you just play the conversation over and over and you're like, you can't do that. And then it turns <laughs> into an avalanche. If you need to write it down, crumple it up and throw it away, but put it away. And as you go through this, you'll actually, you're, you're going to build comfort, you're going to build habits, you're going to build yeah. patterns, you're going to become, and people will notice that, they will pick up on it. Yeah, they will. You will hear comments like, you're different. Yeah, and you know what, I kind of like those comments. I, I like those, but it's funny how many other people also go, you haven't changed a bit. And I'm like, actually, I think I've changed a tremendous amount. And then you, that's when I start to re-question, am I being genuine with this person if they're not seeing some of those changes? And maybe it was... Or maybe I, you were just always genuine with them. And what you did for others yeah. wasn't there. And right. it's kind of, a, that's an interesting exercise in and of itself it to really <laughs> look at, was I, when I think back to those lunch table <laughs> conversations with those people i genuinely just found them interesting fascinating people i love to talk to people oh yeah i i do too i love the stories (laughs) i i i find that to be true like that's what i enjoy about social media is i am meeting people from all walks of life that i wouldn't normally be around and i like having private one-on-one conversations not necessarily on facebook but in messenger texts whatever I like meeting these people that it's like, you know what? I'm just fascinated because you're so different from me. And I just love who you are and I want to get to know you. I had a friend reach out to me last night. My buddy, Kevin, over in Denver. We have known each other a lot of years. Um, (laughs) And it's funny because he and I have actually only ever met in person like twice ever. He lives over in Denver. I've lived either Wyoming or Utah. And he texts me out of the blue and he's like, hey, how's it going? We were just... We, we probably chatted for about two hours last night. And we'll do that. We'll, we'll chat for a couple hours. Uh, then we'll kind of have a couple conversations over the next couple of weeks. And then it might be another Fades away. year. Yeah. That's how me and my best friend years in Houston are. <laughs> before we talk again. But we always pick right back up where we're at. And I, I have that type of relationship with a lot of people that I've mm-hmm. known over the years. And they're the people that have stuck around the longest. The longest, yeah. And there's truth to that. And I'm always kind of curious what they think and what they say and how they feel. And 
they, they'll point out little areas where they notice differences. They'll, they'll be like, God, you're the same person you've always been. And some, some areas, yes, some areas, no. Yeah. But the one thing that stuck out was last night is, uh, it's funny cause he'd seen pictures of my, my Christmas versus now picture. <laughs> and a- he's like, Holy cow, you're, you're making nice. some changes. Yes. We, we talked school and some of my accomplishments there. We talked about a lot of things and he's like, you're, you're just firing on all cylinders right now. I'm like, I think for the most part, I'm like, there's still some areas I'd like to tweak. He just laughed and he goes, typical you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I true. Typical me. There, yeah. There's always something I want to tweak. But that's part of this process. It is. What we want to encourage you to is we want you to really identify your mindsets. Yeah. There's a lot to be said for the mindset being there. Listen to your gut as you do this. And and you I think it's tougher than people think. It is. I'm not gonna tell you it's easy because it's not. And I guess my biggest take takeaway from this would would be who do you want to put out there for the world to see? And that's kind of what I feel like being authentic is. Who do I want to put out there? Is it who I am? Is it really who I am or is it who I expect them? They, excuse me, they expect me to be. And I'm, I'm going to encourage you, do what makes you happy. You have to. Truly, Definitely. truly happy. It will make such a difference in your life. <laughs> it really would. Because there's not that worry about, oh my gosh, if I go out with these people, I got to pretend I'm this and this and this. You're just going to be able to go out, enjoy the company. If you feel that way. Yeah. There's a dead giveaway. There's something there. And there's something to be said for that because um, there used to be a lot more pressure for me to be much more social and out there. And I've found a few people that I kind of want to hang around and spend time with. And that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And so. it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be it grueling. Challenge time. time. <laughs> <laughs> we did that just looking at each other. <laughs> the, the eyebrow raise. Uh, what's the challenge this week? I would challenge you to observe yourself objectively for the next week. Obviously, this process is going to take longer. I'm putting a timeline on this. Observe yourself objectively for the next week and write down things that you're noticing and put them into one of the two categories. Is that authentic me or adaptive me? So I'm going to encourage you to kind of categorize some of the things you're doing so that you can begin that dialogue and conversation between the two. And what with I, your list, share them if you're please, comfortable sharing them. Or if there's certain elements of those lists you want to I share. I will share a list. I've been promising that, but this is one that I've done recently. I will share some of that. Not all of it, but some of it I will. And go through uh, Facebook, Instagram, the places you can find us. Yes. And throw it out on there. Yes, um, please. We would love to see what you discovery as you yes. go through this. And if you just want to send it to us personally. Or even if there's stories that you have done this. Yeah. And tell us things that you have done. Yes. That have made you happier or that have made you just feel better yeah. by being more true to who you are. We would love to hear them. Honestly, I, I'm being true and genuine here. I want to hear your stories. So you can find us, uh, just search for New Day Podcast. You'll see the big green logo, and that means you've found us. You found us. Uh, go ahead, and you can add us on Facebook and Instagram as well. Yeah. Or you can send us thoughts, comments, or questions at questions, with an S, Yes. at newday-podcast.com. Yeah. And have a good week, folks. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>